Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, peeps, we are discussing Game Boys Episode 9, Say It With Love. This episode was bloody hilarious at the beginning. Now, when I say that, I mean it really is just comical. I am really enjoying the Game Boy series, mainly because although... I am pretty much the antithesis of both characters. It is so funny to watch and to see how they engage with one another. I don't know why. It just makes me want to fall off the couch laughing. I've never seen a Pinoy or Philippines BL series before in total. So this is my first one. Um, I have tried to watch a couple, but they just weren't my thing as they were kind of what we from the Western culture would call kind of B-rated material, very, very over-the-top slapstick, not my thing. This one was way more believable, I think because it was filmed during COVID, during the lockdown. A lot of the filming took place via Zoom or social media chats, and I found it really interesting because of that. In this episode, um, Cairo has just in the previous episode named his username when he games, Gav's baby, because Gav is always, or Gavriel, Gavriel is always trying to get him to say baby to him, to have them call each other baby, because they are trying to date, or Gavriel really wants to date Cairo, and Cairo is really uncertain about that whole deal. And anyway, so at that point in episode eight, Cairo admits that he's going to basically date Gavriel. And in episode nine, they have this discussion where basically... <laughs> Cairo is trying to do a live stream that he actually earns money for when he games. And Gavriel keeps interrupting the live stream with really um, very flirty comments about basically, can I add Cairo to the cart? Um, can we check it out? Nope, check my heart. And it's like, you're going, he's so cheesy, but he is absolutely hilarious. He reminds me of when I was a kid, I always liked um, Beauty and the Beast, not because of Beauty and the Beast, and I'm showing my age here because this was in the early 90s, but mainly because, number one, Belle was the only Disney princess to ever talk back to somebody. And number two, because Lumiere was so hilarious. And in the same way, Gavriel is kind of like Lumiere. He's just so over the top. You can't help but like him, although you sit there and go, um okay. <laughs> and it's kind of that way. Um, they then give each other gifts. Um pillows actually it's kind of funny and the pillows are just pretty ridiculous um gav makes these pillows up that he must have gotten through like an instaprint shop or something and also um cairo gives gav a t-shirt that says basically cairo's angel and then he's wearing one that says gav's um, baby which is kind of funny as well um, during this time when they're exchanging gifts via Zoom chat, because the gifts were delivered and they are opening them, basically an unboxing party, they have to break up that party because Cairo's mom calls. And because of the hospital bills that were ran up upon their, her, Cairo's dad having COVID, she has to think about how she's going to live differently. So she's actually selling the house that she and her children live in, that they used to live in with their dad, and moving back to go live with her mother, I believe, or 
her husband's mother, I'm not sure which, a grandmother of Cairo. Um, the reason she's doing that is she simply can't afford to live the way that they've always been living, especially with the hospital bills and the funeral costs, I'm assuming as well, that happened when Cairo's dad passed away because of COVID. Cairo doesn't know how to handle this because he and um, Gavriel are trying to make plans for life. And the thing I do like about BL drama that I'm not really seeing in rom-coms, and I don't mean this to be weird. If you guys know of rom-coms that are like this, please send me an email at checkitroundtable at gmail.com. But anyway, I will drop a link in the description to our Gmail account, and I'm also changing our promotional at the beginning of each episode to include all our contact details so you can listen to it right there if you need it. But the thing I do like about BL dramas, the ones that I particularly enjoy, is because the characters are not thinking, oh, we're just going to have a fling and this is it. They're thinking, you know, this is the person I think I want to be with with my rest of my life. And so therefore, I am planning very intentionally how I approach this relationship. And even in this drama that is extremely funny, extremely comical in many, many respects, I think it shows how pretty young adults are trying to figure out their lives. Um, Cairo's just admitted to his family because his best friend supposedly really messed up his life, that he likes guys, not girls. He's trying to figure all that out. Gavriel's been that way for a while. Um, he doesn't really have any family left. His grandmother passed away. And he's been in a, a relationship before with Terrence, who I absolutely loathe, hate, and cannot figure out why Gavriel ever liked. But, you know, that's beside the point. We're going to leave that in the corner. But anyway, the thing I did like about this episode, and I've got to stop because I've got to turn off the pot. <laughs> I've been cooking up organic chicken liver, and it can burn to the pot, which is terrible. So anyway, but the thing I did like about this series is they're very young. I'm guessing that Gabriel and Cairo are probably 21, 22-ish. I really am not sure. Um, Cairo has one more year of college. So typically, if he were in Western college, that would make him about 21. I'm thinking Gabriel's around the age, maybe one year older, just because of the way that they look. But anyway... They both are in this going, you know, Gavriel, I, I really think is kind of funny because he's like, you know, he saw this kid and he was like, he's cute. I think I'm going to pursue him. And then he even talks about, you know, not just, you know, them dating, but he's like, you know, when we get done, when we're sure about ourselves, we're probably going to be going to Thailand so that we can get married because we can't get married in the Philippines. They won't allow us to. And I really think that kind of shows where Gavriel's at with the whole thing very linearly. Yeah, he's hokey. Yeah, he's over the top um, funny sometimes, and sometimes in an inappropriate way. But the thing I think is interesting is he doesn't really ever do anything that's inappropriate. Now, he says a great deal that is not exactly um, G-rated. And I probably wouldn't watch this with small children simply because there are some things discussed that I wouldn't really have to explain to a I'm thinking seven or eight year old. But if I had a 12 year old to a 16 year old, I would have no trouble sitting down and watching the show because quite frankly, they're probably going to hear this in the checkout line to be entirely honest. I mean, these kind of words, this kind of verbiage does show up in 
pretty much any culture. So I'm going, you know, might as well have that discussion at home rather than at the checkout lane. And if it does come up at the checkout lane, your kids can go, oh, I heard that in Game Boys. Okay. We watched that with mom or dad or whoever. And the thing is, is I think it's very true to life. I think people really do use this language. People really do say what they say in the show. The only thing that wasn't really true to life in this series was probably the good internet connection, as somebody put in one of the comments on YouTube. And this episode basically concludes with Cairo trying to battle the fact that he really does want to be in this relationship, and he really does want to be in the relationship for the long run, but he doesn't know how to do that with his mom wanting to move to a whole different part of the Philippines where he's not going to be able to see Gavriel. They're going to have to do the long distance relationship like they've been doing because of COVID. And he basically um, contacts Gavriel after he talks to his mom and says, Gavriel, there's some things I need to talk to you about. And I think it'd be better to talk to you about this in person than on the phone. Now, Gavriel thinks they're talking about their relationship, which in a way, I guess they are. But really, Kyra wants to talk to him in person about the fact that he's moving. He's not going to be there. And he's going to be gone for a little while so that he can get his mom settled and at peace in her new home. And he's doing that because he knows that the death of his dad, him running away, the whole stress of what the supposedly best friend of him did really has all that combined has been a lot for the family to try to deal with. And he doesn't want to add anything more by trying to stay behind and keep up his relationship with Gav at the expense of his family, which I think is a very noble thing. Now, at the end of this episode, we're not sure, ex or at the end of the series, we're not sure exactly what happens with Gav and Cairo. But I think this is going to be very interesting to see season two on. The other thing is we also have an hilarious scene because they cannot travel and go visit the places that Gavriel wants to take him. And um, so they basically do a Zoom conference where they go to all the places as backgrounds. And it is absolutely hilarious. I have never seen anything quite like it before. I think it's one of the reasons that I like this show is because I'm not really typically into shows about this type of thing, online dating, um, long distance relationships, quite frankly, Anna really doesn't think those work out typically very well. I am sure that there are some very good exceptions to the rule that I just haven't come across in my limited sphere of people I know that have done that. But the thing is, is I think in this case, it did work for them. As bizarre, as weird, as kind of kooky as that was, it did work. Now, I think it also worked because they shared common interests. And also, there's a lot of give and take in the relationship in Game Boys, mainly because Gavriel is much more of a laid back person than Cairo. And so he's willing to be who Cairo needs him to be. And even if Cairo isn't who he needs to be for Gav. And I think in many relationships, it is that way. One party is much more willing to go the extra distance for the other than the other party. The relationships I find most interesting though in film or in real life are the ones where both parties equally are giving and taking. Because at the end of the day, I think, you know, the main point of romantic relationships as odd and as quirky as this may sound is simply that they've decided that together they're going to make the world a better place and each other's lives a better place than if they were apart. And really at the end of the day, that's what I think the litmus test for a relationship is. Now, does that mean that every relationship has those qualities? Nope. 
can honestly say, no, not really. But you know, when you look at your friends, when you look at your significant others, thinking of it in as, am I going to make the world a better place by being in this person's life? And am I going to together, will this relationship, you know, make the world a better place and each other's lives a better place? I think, you know, that's a good question to ask. I'm not exactly sure where I came across that idea, but you know, it came from somewhere. I just don't know where. The Mind Palace is running a blank right now. But anyway, you know, this episode, I would probably give a 10 out of 10. Now, there is some adult content regarding the pillows, which you might not want to have the kitties in the room for to explain certain things that were in the picture. But anyway, I would still watch this with my older kids. I'm probably going to rewatch the series again several times just because I really liked it. And I also don't really watch a lot of comedies. And during this pandemic, I think it's really important to watch an occasional comedy because the news, whether you're talking about the political climate around the world, whether you're talking about the health climate, can be rather not very chipper. I mean, that's a nice term. And especially in the last few weeks, it's been really, really not chipper, especially when you look at like the United States news. It's like, whoa, okay, we're going to be okay this week. And you know, you're hoping, you're praying, you're, you know, sending up smoke flares. But anyway, you know, for me, the way that I handle the pandemic when, you know, the news is really not positive is I will watch a comedy rather than a drama, which is really not my thing typically, simply because I need something a little more lighthearted than what I'm seeing in the news. And I actually have not been watching the news too much lately because, you know, before the pandemic, before the crazy political things around the world, I would probably flip my news on my phone twice a week. And I can honestly say when things got really crazy, I mean, I probably didn't look at it for the week. It went crazy. I mean, no offense. My friends were calling me going, you know, Anna, did you ever hear this? And I'm like, you know, I'm sure that's true. But I don't really need to bring that into my home right now because it's not something I can change. It's not something I can make a difference on. And, you know, with the pandemic, comedy has kind of been something I've gone to more. Like with the My Engineer series, with this Game Boys, they're definitely comedies rather than dramas. Now, I also do still watch an excessive amount of drama. And typically, it's either Korean or Taiwanese or from Thailand, because I really like those productions. And you know, I still do watch those, but I will try to watch at least once a month one comedy series simply because there's a lot in the news and in the world at large that isn't positive. Now, are we coming out of it? Is the pandemic lifting? You know, we've got the vaccine that looks like it's going to be positive. Yeah, that's all happening. But for right now, there's still a lot of things going on that aren't particularly positive and adding a little levity to your life with a comedy rather than watching a drama which is going to have more conflict and you know stress and trouble and strife is probably a good balance I think during this time so this was one that I really picked simply because it was kind of a comedy and once I started watching it I actually I just got hooked I was like you know this is really cool I've actually watched the whole series in like probably three days. I'm still finishing up the final, final episode because I haven't seen the final like 13.1 or something. They did like an addition. The other thing about this episode is there is a part where Terrence apologizes to both Cairo and Gav 
for putting them in a very, very uncomfortable position in that secret meeting episode. And he basically says, you know, Gabrielle, I really messed things up with you. You know, I left you for Michelle when your grandmother died. I mean, there's really not much worse you can get when it comes to, you know, a breakup. You not only leave, but you leave and you cheat on somebody and that somebody is losing their last living blood relative. I mean, this isn't really something that, yeah, it's redeemable, but it's not really, yeah, it's, it's a lot. So anyway, <laughs> you know, he apologizes and he says, you know, I thought that if we could be together again, that would be good. But the thing I realize now is that you really need to be with somebody who you care about. And that's really the main point. If I really care about you, then I'm going to want you to be with someone who is best for you, whether that's me or whether that's, you know, Cairo, it really doesn't matter. And, you know, this is something that I think is a very good point. I mean, if Terrence has really gotten to the point where he is a better human being, then he's going to sit there and go, you know, I really don't care whether Gav is with me, whether Gav's with whoever, as long as Gav's with the person that he needs to be. Because when you do care about someone and you have, you know, screwed things up, you want them to be with the best person they could be with. And if that's not you, then for Pete's sake, they need to be with somebody else. And I think that's another thing that this episode really brought to light in a very short, brief section of the episode. And again, I really like how they are doing all this through Zoom, through social media. And Pearl is a very funny, hilarious character. Well, I'm going to do a little more on her in this next episode review because we're already at about 20 minutes because Anna tended to digress on this episode. So we're going to close this out. But that is my review of Say It With Love, episode nine of Game Boys. Check it at the round table. Bye.